The Holy Gospel for this day is from John chapter 10, beginning at verse 22. At that time, the festival of the dedication took place in Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was walking in the temple in the portico of Solomon. So the Jews gathered round him and said to him, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I have told you. You do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name testify to me. But you do not believe, because you do not belong to my sheep. My sheep hear my voice. I know them. They follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. What my Father has given me is greater than all else, and no one can snatch it out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. This is the gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please be seated. Grace to all of you and peace from God, our creator, and from our Lord and from our Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Let us bow our heads in prayer. Most holy God, we praise you for this moment in our week, this holy moment, that we remind ourselves that we belong to you. And that you are present in every moment of the week ahead. Help us to receive your word proclaimed this day. And your sacrament administered. In your holy and most blessed name we pray. Amen. The choir a moment ago sang an anthem based on possibly the most familiar and most comforting passage in the entire Bible. Psalm 23. Psalm 23 is known to people the world over. It is known by those who are religious and those who are secular. I learned it in fifth grade as part of vacation Bible school. Had to memorize it, which wasn't as pleasant at the time, but has become a comfort for me over the years. I learned it in King James Version. It begins like this. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, thou art with me. And it goes on from there. I can't tell you how many times we pastors have quoted that psalm in hospice or in hospital waiting rooms. And when we do, there is a power beyond the words that seems to wrap around people. And by the way, did you notice it just now? As I started to quote Psalm 23, you all went to a slightly different place. You felt the words coming around you. And there was comfort there. I sometimes think of Psalm 23 as being like a verbal quilt. You know how quilts can wrap around you? Especially when you're in a stressful moment. And for some reason, they give you some comfort and peace. When you wrap that quilt so tight, it feels like you're safe for a moment. Psalm 23 is like that. It wraps around us in our lowest moments and basically says to us, you're not alone. 
I know your pain. I, your God, go with you into the deepest valleys. I, your God, am with you on the highest mountaintops. It's a precious, precious, precious quilt of love that surrounds our high school seniors today. I know you graduates are here to worship God and to receive a physical quilt like this. But you've also received today that verbal quilt, that reminder of God's love. Now these quilts, as they are displayed in front of us, have been created by members of our congregation who, with each stitch, pray for you, seniors, as you go out into the world. They already have some life experience and they know the ups and the downs that come with engaging the world. And when they stitch these quilts together, they pray for you even if they don't know you. And they probably don't even know who you are. And they pray for you that you will remember that God wraps God's love around you like Psalm 23 and like these quilts physically. These quilts are meant to be a reminder to you of God's love wherever you go in the world. We've been giving these quilts out for about 10 years now and I know that the quilter's prayer and the quilter's hope that the quilts will be a reminder of God's love and this community's support is working because we hear reports back from people in past years who have received these quilts and they say, yeah, I took the quilt to college with me. I put it on my dorm room bed and people would come in and we'd sit on the quilt and they'd ask me where I got it and I'd tell the story. And all of a sudden it felt like home was with me. We have church members who have taken the quilt into the military with them. Can you imagine this young man surrounding himself with this quilt in the Marine Corps barracks? <laughs> it happens. People take this quilt, these quilts into their first apartment this first time when they're out living on their own. And it's a little scary. And yet they know they have a connection back to God and to this church and to people they've never met. Love and support them. That's the message that this quilt is giving to all of you. We all need these kind of visible signs to remind us of God's love, God's presence in our lives. I, years ago, received a quilt that continues to this day to remind me of God's love. It was given to me by a woman who at the time was 85 years old. And this is the quilt she gave me. It's a little bit faded, but I think it's beautiful. Now let me tell you about Edith. I was mid-twenties, and I was moving to the Pacific Northwest out of Minnesota. I had never lived anywhere outside of Minnesota before. I move in 15, 1600 miles away from home by myself, not knowing one person in the Pacific Northwest. So there's a little bit of anxiety and excitement as I make this transition. I moved into this little apartment building in Longview, Washington that Trinity Lutheran Church had set up for me. It was about the size of a large dorm room. Small dorm room. It was a small, <laughs> it was a small place. And in that building, in fact, this close, our doors were this close to each other, lived Edith Garrett, 85 years old, with an eighth grade education, 
who had worked for the R.A. Long family, after whom the town of Longview was named. She was their maid and nanny, raising their kids. We, side by side in this little apartment building, two people who could not be more different, and yet who had something profoundly in common. We were a bit alone now. She, after her life of service, me having moved far away from home. And over time, we became friends. It all started with cinnamon twists, which she would make, put into a Folgers coffee can, and put them by my door and knock. I would come out and had the most delicious cinnamon twists in the world. The secret ingredient, she told me later, was sour cream. I don't know, but it was really good. And we talked, and I would share with her, because I worked with the teenagers, I can't figure these teenagers out. I don't know how to deal with it. And she would say to me, it's okay, kids will be kids. You know, they make mistakes. It's okay, relax. I was a little hyped up. <laughs> I've since calmed down a lot. <laughs> you shouldn't laugh so loud out there. <laughs> At the end of the year, when I was going to head back to graduate school, um, I had been a practice pastor for a year in that church, and I was heading back to my last year of education. She gave me this quilt, and she said to me, I want you to remember our friendship when you use this quilt. And I want you to remember our church will go with you. Our, in, my internship church, Trinity Lutheran Longview. And I re, want you to remember how God covers you with God's love. Now, on Sunday afternoons, after three services, Pastor Mike goes home, turns on the golf channel, because that'll put you right to sleep, and get this quilt out, and I often wrap myself up it, and I think of Edith, and I think of God's love, and I think of that wonderful church community that I haven't been around for 40 years, but they're still part of my life. I hope you high school seniors will feel that kind of support and love from the people who made these quilts for you. We all need visible signs of God's presence and God's love in our lives. We have another ministry in the church of many artists who create things. This is a, a prayer shawl created by members of our church, and it's meant to be put over your shoulders as a sign of comfort and peace. And I'm going to give it away to someone in the congregation right now. She already knows I'm coming. And uh, she's a very special person. I've known her her whole life. I think I baptized her. Her name is Sarah, and she's way in the back here. And she likes pink. So uh, can you stand up, Sarah? Oh, gosh. Sarah, this is for you to remind you of... Uh, <laughs> there. <laughs> Sarah, that's to remind you that you are very precious to us. And God loves you very, very much. Now, I don't have enough prayer shawls or quilts to give to all of you. I would like to do that. 
So you may think that you're not getting a visible sign of God's love in your life today. And you would be wrong. Because you all here today will be given a visible sign of God's all-encompassing love that surrounds you like a quilt. It's called communion. And it's not to be taken for granted or to be taken lightly. It is literally a physical presence of God coming to you and becoming part of you. As you come up for communion today, you will all be at different stages of your life. Some of you will be coming to communion, possibly walking in the valley of the shadow, whatever shadow forms they take for you. And when you take that meal, you will be experience the voice of God which says, I know you're in a deep and dark place, but I go there with you and you are not alone. Some of you may be coming up for communion today with great success and achievement. And God will say to you for the, with the communion meal, well done, good and faithful servant. Some of you will come up today in the ordinary routines of life. You're busy a little stressed, hardly any time for prayer or even to think about God. And God will say to you, I know you're busy. You may forget me sometimes, but I never forget you. And I go with you wherever you are in your busy week. Some of you may come to the communion today and you may be very lonely. You may be wondering what the future is going to hold for you. And that communion meal will say to you, I know, there are difficult times in life, but they often will lead you to wonderful times as well. Be patient. Trust that there are people out there for whom you will have a connection. Some of you will come up today and maybe there is some anger, frustration, fear, and God will say to you in the communion meal, be calm. Be of good courage. Receive my strength into your very bones. Some of you may come today to the communion meal filled with apathy or uncertainty. And God will say to you, let me inspire you to a new phase of life where you fulfill your destiny and become the person I've made you to be. You will all come with different agendas, different experiences, different emotions, and God will speak to each of you. Just like a quilt wrapped around you to give you peace and comfort. Just like Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Amen. Most holy God, Wrap us with your love. Wrap us with your grace. Help us be the people you made us to be. Comfort us in our valleys. Walk with us in the ordinary plane of life. And be with us on the mountaintops of success and joy. In your holy and most blessed name. Amen.